Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explained how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your personal journey to be more emotionally and mentally healthy. This journey toward emotional well-being is personal. You cannot force or coerce anyone to become healthy, whether physically or emotionally. A person has to want to be healthy and must be willing to do all the hard work in order to see results. You as a friend can encourage someone, but nothing more. Being a widow or widower can be a lonely existence. Too many people feel uncomfortable around the bereaved because of an uncertainty as to what to say or how to act or react or even how to treat the widow or widower. In some instances, things change seemingly overnight. Couples who once included the bereaved in events no longer include them for various reasons. Some of the reasons may be valid, but many are not. When was the last time you invited a widow, a widower to dinner when as a couple you invited them often? People are people, and if the person was fun to be around before they became bereaved, then they are probably still fun to be around. We tend not to invite people due to our own discomfort with the subject of death or even divorce. If an invitation to dinner is uncomfortable for you, invite them for coffee or a quick trip to the grocery store or convenience store. As a friend, your goal is to let the person know that you still care about them. Also, you want to let them know that they're not alone in their loss and grief. Maybe you could even offer to pick up a few items for them while you're out and about running errands. There are many ways to include those who are going through bereavement. It does, however, take some effort on our part. Unfortunately, widows and widowers can be caught up in fraudulent schemes because they have to navigate in unfamiliar social circumstances. Their old friends were comfortable and safe. In their new single status, they can become more vulnerable, especially if they are very trusting people. We never want to be that old friend who says, I didn't know. We will know because we will stay connected to our bereaved friends and inquire of their well-being. Schemes become successful because the widow or widower may feel lonely and isolated. When someone loses a life partner, along with losing long-standing friendships, it can be doubly devastating. The bereaved person can begin to think it is their fault that friends have deserted them. Compassion requires that we look outside of ourselves and focus on the needs of others. Many times the message we get from society is that our own feelings and needs are the most important. Balance between the needs of others and self-care is essential. If you stay connected to the bereaved, it may be possible to point out any emotional signals that need the assistance of a mental health professional. Your being connected to the bereaved could save someone's life. Be that type of friend. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. 
I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief. <laughs>